It's the night of April 14th, 1912. Cold water is washing over you, flowing into your mouth and nose, slowly filling your lungs. Your fingers and toes have been numb for minutes, but no one has come to help you. All the lifeboats were full. You, along with many others, have just gone down with the Titanic. Or did you? Were the ships switched? Was it an insurance scam and a government-sanctioned cover-up? Or was it the curse of the mummy? <laughs> hey, welcome back to Of Idiots and Intellects. I'm your host, Kelsey Hatzinger, and I'm here today with my friend and uh, supervisor, Cody. Hey, Kelsey. Glad to be back. Glad to have you, because you have such a nice speaking voice. That's why I made you read that. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories swirling around the Titanic. So was that supposed to be a bad pun? A little bit, yeah. That was very bad. Because people were swirling <laughs> down they were the sinking, depths not of the swirling. ocean. This well, wasn't if, like a you know, whirlpool thing. If there was a current, there could have just been like... Alright, anyways, so <laughs> the Titanic sunk on the night of April 14th in 1912, about 400 miles from Terra Nova, um, 15,000, 15, 1,500 people died, um, 1,517 specifically, and um, 832 of those were passengers, 685 were crew members. Um, the owner was J.P. Morgan. He owned the White Star Line, which was um, the cruise line that the Titanic was a part of, as well as its sister, sim- sister <laughs> ship, the Olympic, which we'll get into in a minute, because that's super interesting. And I think they swapped the ships, but anyways, that's we'll be there in a minute. Um, J. Bruce Ismay was the chairman. And his wife kind of is an important person in one of these theories. And the ship took off. Its main voyage was on April 12th of 1912. So let's just get right into the conspiracies. Let's do it. What's the most interesting one that you found? Honestly, the most interesting would probably be the, the Olympic sister ship. Okay. Because it's my favorite conspiracy theory of all time. Yeah, I think it's really... it's. Crazy, but it actually makes a lot of sense. A lot of people don't realize that the Titanic had a sister ship. They yeah. They just think that it was just the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the conspiracy theory here is that the sinking of the Titanic was actually planned, and it wasn't the Titanic that went down, but it was its sister ship, the Olympic. Um, the Olympic, three months after its maiden voyage in 1911... It collided with the HMS Hawk off of Southampton, and it was holed in its starboard side precisely where the Titanic was damaged when it hit the iceberg six months later, so that's a little interesting, but um, the White Star Line had some money problems at the time of the Olympics collision, so they did minimal repairs. The Olympic would not have passed the next safety inspection. I actually found information on what caused that collision, causing that big lawsuit. Ooh, I don't know if you ever if you ended up finding that. I didn't find much about that. They, the Olympic did go on to multiple different voyages, all of them unsuccessful. All, all of them of having them. to return back because something happened. Oh yeah, no I did read something about that. And then on the fifth attempt, the Olympic went out and ended up crashing into 
the Hawk a military vessel, and it just it was able to make just the trip back to land to get repaired. But there was a whole big lawsuit situation, which insurance did not cover any of the repairs. So they so were they losing money on that. Repairs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's just a little tidbit. Just a little background about the Olympic. That's very important. Yeah. I think the most interesting thing, well, obviously all of it's interesting because they did minimal repairs, which means that the damage probably wasn't really fixed well at all. And the damage was exactly where the Titanic was damaged. Yes. So... Keep that in the back of your head. Um, the Titanic's insurance money was probably the most compelling part of this for me. This is where the insurance scam thing comes in. So the Titanic's insurance was said to have been increased from $5 million, which was typical for um, White Star Line ships to have about $5 million insurance, um, but it was boosted up to $12.5 million five days before the ship's maiden voyage. Wow. So, you know, this made J.P. Morgan uh, receive $12.5 million from Lloyd's Maritime Insurance payouts after the ship sank. So that's a pretty big chunk of cash. Also, remember that the White Star Line was having some financial issues around this time. So that's interesting. And uh, the insurance payouts from the Titanic sinking actually saved the White Star Line from bankruptcy. I did not read insurance that. Insurance scam! <laughs> I'm telling you! Um, and the cover-up is also said to be government-sanctioned because the government needed the White Star Line ships to transport troops in the First World War, which was rapidly approaching at this time as well. Hmm. So, I don't know. And then uh, the government-sanctioned uh, cover-up also kind of comes into play um, because surviving crew members had to sign the Official Secrets Act, which, it sounds so childish, like, Official Secrets Act. Yeah, but, but then like, it's, like, a big, It's a huge thing, yeah. Financial thing. Because it's legislation that provides protection for state secrets and official info, usually related to national security. So, that's not something to take lightly. Not at all. <laughs> but... Yeah, uh, I think that's fucking nuts. One other interesting thing I found, though, was that when the company was starting to build the Titanic, Mm -hmm. um, that they ended up actually calling (coughs) the new rebuilt one the Olympic and calling the the first original Olympic the Titanic, which ended Mm. up setting that Titanic for sale. Yeah. And they didn't actually allow anyone to examine the ship before it set sail mm-hmm. in fear that they would find out that it was actually the Olympic and not the Titanic. Yeah, that was supposed to be a brand new ship. Yeah, um, I have something where there was talk that the shipyard workers were paid to change the names on the ships and as well as switch the life jackets and the lifeboats because all those were labeled with the ship names as well. Huh. So that's another little... Another important detail that they seem to have worked around. Um, Also, I think this might be some of the most... All of it, just this entire theory is just so compelling to me. Mm -hmm. But um, J.P. Morgan, the owner, was actually supposed to be on the Titanic, but canceled his trip last minute. You know? 
I don't know, several other high-end, like, well-known, influential passengers also canceled their trips last minute, including the chairman's wife. So, like, all the people that would have the in on, like, oh, this ship's going to sink, they didn't go. That would make sense, mm -hmm. because a whole another like, separate conspiracy with that is that he did it to drown his enemies, to, yeah. like, kill them because he didn't like them. Mm-hmm. I have a little something on that later, too. So. I'm glad you have something, because that's all I had on that. Oh. <laughs> it was just that one phrase. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's freaking nuts. Um, an image... Oh, this is really cool. So an image taken in 2006 that shows, like, the sunken mm -hmm. ship. <laughs> it shows two letters that had fallen from the Titanic's nameplate, and in their place are an M and a P. And you need those letters to spell Olympic. So. And neither of those letters are in Titanic. Mm -hmm. Right. A little spelling so, lesson for your kids. Yeah. I found a YouTube video that actually kind of shows it. And, like, it does go through and, like, uses a lot of editing and stuff so that you can see it. But I still think it's kind of interesting to see. And I think I might link that in the description of this episode. Please do that. Because I'd like to see that. Yeah. Ooh. Cool stuff. Um, also, after the ship sank, Harold Sanderson, the actual ship builder that built both of the ships, repeatedly referred to the Titanic as the Olympic at the British Inquiry. Oh, yeah, I do remember reading something about that. Mm -hmm. So, even the ship builder, like, couldn't <laughs> keep them straight. And maybe Perfect. he was, like, schizophrenic or something. I don't know, but I think they just switched the ships and then sank it for insurance money. Or maybe they sank it. To get rid of J.P. Morgan's enemies, like we said before. Yeah. So, the Federal Reserve, very important. It's, you know, what controls all of the U.S.'s money and all that stuff. All that fun, boring, historical jazz. So, um, people wanted to eliminate the people that opposed the Federal Reserve. And uh, J.P. Morgan supported the Federal Reserve, but some very influential people opposed, like I said. Three of these influential people happened to board the Titanic and face tragic deaths Ooh. when the Titanic went down. Spooky. So, um, Benjamin Guggenheim, that's a funny name. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ian, 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 Strauss. And Jacob Astor, we, we're, were <laughs> the loudest and wealthiest opponents of the Federal Reserve. My landlord's calling me right now. Um, <laughs> and uh, their combined net worths today would be worth $11 billion. Really? So, yeah. So they were some pretty, pretty influential individuals. Um, and they all opposed the creation of the Federal Reserve, but when they died, I mean, they were the biggest mm -hmm. opponents, so it made the creation of the Federal Reserve that much easier, and they made it, so. Well, good for them, I guess. So, maybe. I don't know. you know, maybe the ships were switched, and they sank it for insurance money. Maybe killing those people who opposed the Federal Reserve was a part of that. And that's also why the government was so willing to help cover it up. Because they it. wanted the Federal Reserve. 
Everyone deserves that. Everyone deserves the reserve. Yeah, so, all right, what else you got? Um, okay, this other one that I found, very interesting. Um, a fire is what actually caused the sinking, not them... Fire. Yeah, not them hitting the iceberg. Oh. Um, the iceberg Fire was... versus ice. <laughs> Classic. The, the iceberg just kind of was like, no pun intended, the icing <laughs> on the cake. Could you not? <laughs> that very uh... much sounded like pun intended. Okay, maybe very slightly. <laughs> but the fire basically just like weakened it, weakened the ship where it got hit, which caused oh, it to okay. go down. Um, it said that there was a fire that no one noticed in the boiler room, which damaged the hull over several weeks before it even set sail. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but then there another person, an Irish journalist... Um, Sinan Maloney? Milani? Post Malone. <laughs> um, Posty? Oh, shout oh, out to Brian. Brian. Um, anyways. I have to stop shouting Brian out because she doesn't fucking listen to these. That bitch. I know. Anyways, going back to Maloney. <laughs> um, every time I say his name, I think of Baloney. Anyways, he found out. Or he stated that it was the coal bunker, which was right next to the hull, and the heat from the fire uh, transferred directly to the skin of the boat, damaging the structure. So when it ended up striking the iceberg, it was already weak. It was already weakened to the point where the slightest thing, like the iceberg, would mm -hmm. do severe damage. Yeah. Huh. Um, That's interesting. Um, should we take a quick break? Yeah, we can take a quick break. Come right. back. When we come back, we're going to talk about mummies, I think. Mummies, but I have a few more notes on the fire. There's more on There's the fire. There's more on the fire. All right. Stay tuned to listen more to more about the fire and mummies and the possible prediction of the Titanic. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Thanks for sticking with us through the break, and welcome back. So tell us about the rest of the fire. Okay, so Maloney <laughs> was going through... Maloney. I'm going to feel so bad if I'm someone sorry. in like a million years from now listens to this, like they're saying that name wrong. <laughs> so sorry in advance for future listeners. You could just call him Baloney, and then it's a joke, and then everyone's like, oh, it's so funny, and no one even thinks that you're fucking up. Okay, well, <laughs> Maloney. Okay. We're going to go with Maloney, because that's close enough. Um, he found a bunch of photos of the ship and everything, and one photo he found documented a 30-foot-long black streak on the outside of the Titanic's hull, close to where the Titanic struck the iceberg. And then he ended up showing this photo to some engineers from the Imperial College in London. And those engineers said that there may have been a fire in the Coles bunker that possibly started three weeks before it sailed, but was ignored for fear of bad press. Oh, so just the company didn't want all of that negativity, yeah. bad press. They didn't want um, passengers to be like, oh shit, I ain't getting on that thing. 
Or in, so they just let it sink. <laughs> or in JP Morgan's case, the people that he wanted to die find out about it and cancel or not show up for the True. boat ride. Okay. Okay. Hey, look at okay. everything's coming together. All these theories are linked in some way or another. Just all of the theories are correct. It's just everything's <laughs> a big ass theory. Right, just one giant circle. Um and then I actually found a scanned article from the New York Tribune at the time that interviewed some people that survived the, the fire. The, well, that survived the whole oh, Titanic duh. situation okay. once they got back to land. And multiple people mentioned a fire. Oh. So they heard it from, like, actual people who were on the ship. So the passengers, like, saw a fire, or they heard that there had been a fire? They, or was it not clear? It wasn't 100% clear, but one of them did state that it was a man from that, like, worked on the crew. That told them? That told the interviewers. Oh, wow. Okay. So. Okay. That was interesting. Well, yeah, a fire will definitely weaken structure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that's all I got for the fire situation. That's all I got but for the fire. There's a lot of interesting information. Yeah, that's, that's interesting to think about. Because mm -hmm. you think about the Titanic, everyone's just like, oh, it hit an iceberg, went down, the unsinkable ship sank. Moving on with their lives. Right. But there's so many unknowns about it that like we have all these theories to try to fill the gaps because i don't think anyone really just knows what happened mm -hmm. all right well i have a conspiracy theory that um says the sinking of the titanic was actually predicted and it's pretty bonkers to think about honestly like the shit's whack oh i'm ready <laughs> um give me what you got so this book was written 14 years before the Titanic sank. It was called Futility, or The Wreck of the Titan. So, already the names are so similar. So, in 1984, Morgan Robertson wrote the book, and just the similarities are crazy. First of all, Morgan Robertson was the author of this book, and J.P. Morgan owned the White Star Line and the Titanic. So that's a little... I mean, yeah, okay, that can be a coincidence. Whatever. However, in the book, the Titan was described as an unsinkable ocean liner and the largest ship in the world at the time, which was very similar to how the Titanic was described. Okay, yeah, whatever. Okay, weird coincidence. <laughs> the Titan also didn't have enough light boats for all of its passengers. Okay, so all that can just be weird coincidence stuff. Like, alright, this is a little weird, but whatever. <laughs> the Titan, in the book, sank in the North Atlantic about 400 miles from Newfoundland. Guess where the Titanic sank? Around there. In the North Atlantic, almost exactly 400 miles from Newfoundland. Perfect. Um, the time of the wreck for the Titan, it was around midnight sometime in April. The Titanic, around midnight on April 14th. Well, at least you have a date with that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the speed at the time of the wreck. So, the Titan in the book collided with 
also an iceberg, by the way, um, at 22.5 knots. The Titanic hit the iceberg at 25 knots. That's so close. That is. That's so close. With all the other similarities, that's so weird. But the last similarity, I don't know. I want to find out. You didn't look into that? (laughs) Google. (laughs) I just know that that's um, the nautical way of recording speed. Because they don't use, like, miles per hour or anything. They just use knots. My baggage is... But the last... One knot equals 1.151 miles per hour. That's useful. 1.151? 1.151. Hmm. Wow. So, just figure, like, the Titan said to sink at about 23 miles per hour. Titanic actually sank at about 26. So, for 23 knots, that makes out to 26 point... I'm going to round up 0.47 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Where the Titanic at 25 knots, 28.77 miles per hour. Yeah. So those are freaking close. Very close. And then the last similarity between the book and the ship. In the book, the Titan was 800 feet long. And the Titanic, in reality, was 882 and a half feet long. So all those similarities, that's a little whack. Yeah. That's so crazy. And, oh, another thing that I just remember reading. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am because I'm always right. It's debatable, but <laughs> go on. You know what? Fight me. <laughs> no, ow. Okay. So. <laughs> that didn't hurt. That was a tiny shove. <laughs> I know, but I'm preparing for pain when I say ow. I'm not actually hurt. Kind of like just... how you stepped on me at work and you said ow. <laughs> yes. Exactly like that. I was okay. preparing to be injured. <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, Morgan Robertson republished the book in 1912, the year the Titanic sank, because he didn't think that it got enough um, buyers. So that's a little weird, too. But, you know, maybe it's coincidence. It's just a little crazy. Did you say what... Around, like, what time of that year that he republished it, or... No, did he, it, it was didn't just say, that it just said okay. that year. Because it'd be interesting if it was, before, like, right before it I sailed. I know, I know. Ugh. So, you... Did you find anything about a mummy cursing the I Titanic? found backstory about the mummy in question. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't find much about, like, any related things on the boat, yeah. ship, whatever. So what the, the, the theory says that um, the ship was cursed by a mummy and that's why it went down? Yeah, it was in transit to America from a museum in Britain. Okay. Um, it was the mummy of Princess of Anen-Ra who died roughly 1,500 years BCE. Um, But it was also later said that there was no mummy on board and that her body is still at the British Museum Hmm. where it was being shipped from. I think we should go to the British Museum to see if her body's still there. Field trip. I agree. (laughs) 
So why do people think that it was cursed by the mummy then? There was just talk of the Titanic transporting the body? I would say the curse, uh, the talk of the Titanic being transferred, but there also was some, whether it was related or unrelated, coincidental stuff that happened. Um, in eight, the 1890s, there were four very wealthy Englishmen who were offered to buy the coffin. Oh, okay. Um... I didn't, it didn't say, mention anything about whether or not the body was still in it, but I would assume so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't um, want to be moving that shit in and out of coffins. <laughs> right. Um, the first, the guy who actually bought it spent several thousand pounds on it. Oh. And he yeah. had it. You want the body with that then if yeah. you spending that kind of dough? Right. <laughs> um, and then he had it brought back to the hotel he was staying at. But what then, was he going to do with this mummy body in a hotel room? I mean, maybe it was... <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say hotel room. I said the hotel. Yeah, but you got to assume, assume that there's yeah. a hotel room involved. I'm, <laughs> hey, what happens behind closed doors is you none do of my not business. You do not unwrap a mummy, let me tell you. <laughs> I don't even want to open a coffin. It might stink even worse than... I don't know. Oh, God. Um, But he was later seen walking... Out of the hotel three hours later towards the desert, and he never returned. Oh. Um, and then one of the three guys who were left who out of that four, mm-hmm. um, he was later shot by an Egyptian and lost his heart, lost his arm, so I had to get it amputated. Oh. Um, the th- there was a the third guy out of that group of four. All I can think of is like shot like an Egyptian. <laughs> okay, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think that's even the lyrics, is it? No, it's yeah. walk like an Egyptian. Yeah, but it sounds like shot like. Okay. Anyways, <clears throat> uh, the third guy out of that group of four got really sick on his trip home. Heard he lost his job, and then he ended up spending the rest of his li- the rest of his life selling matches on the street. Oh. And I didn't find out about the fourth one, but... Oh. Maybe the fourth one was on the Titanic, and that's why it sank. Hey! And that's the curse of the mummy. New theories. We just created Woo! our own theory. <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot of, like, background yeah. coincidences. There's a lot of background info on the mummy, but yeah. not why. What, like, if anything specifically happened on the boat itself, but yeah. you would assume from all that background... And well, there's a curse of that, that mummy out there somewhere, and I know I don't want to be a part of it. Right. <sighs> but yeah, but that's all I have on the mummy curse. Yeah? You got any more theories, do you think? Um, none that I can really think of, no. Yeah, I can't think of much either. But since we're talking about the Titanic, mm-hmm. do you think there was room on that door for two, or just one? There was 100% room on that door for two. Okay, Rose? I, am, I will smack a bitch. Like She was so selfish and greedy. She was so selfish. Oh my god. And I mean I, body contact, warmth. Yeah. Like I mean it just... would have benefited her anyways and then she would have had a banging husband at the end of it. Seriously. Oh my god. He gave so much up for her. And then her kids could have had a father. Ugh. I guess that was another thing I read. I don't know. I don't know much about her life after the ship, so. Yeah. But I did read somewhere that she had a kid 
Mm-hmm. Like his kid or whatever, so. Oh, really? Something like that, yeah. See, I read that she got married to someone else and they had a family. So, <laughs> next on Titanic Conspiracy <laughs> Theories. Who's what the fuck is up with Rose? <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I, um, the other day I was like, Sean, do you think there was room on that door for two? And he was like, yeah, but I wouldn't have shared with you. And I was like, what? Wow, okay. What? It was just really rude. I don't, he said it really funny, but thinking back, I'm not so sure now. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he would have shared if the situation actually arose. Nah. No. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because I don't know him, but. Oh, that's okay. Shout out to Sean. He doesn't listen to these that's either. That's fine. Fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> No, a little bit though. <laughs> no. I don't mean that if you end up listening to this, by the way. He won't. Okay. I can almost promise. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for our conspiracy theories. Uh, thank you so much for listening and dealing with our voices. Um, tweet us at O Intellects with any topic suggestions or comments, questions about pretty much anything. I'll answer. I don't have an, anything else to do, so. Um, also, follow us on Instagram and like our page on Facebook, and uh, you'll get all of the updates from when we uh, release new episodes and all sorts of good stuff. So, stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Cody, for being here and Anytime, doing this with anytime. Me. And have a good night. Okay, bye.